Freaks, Kinks, and Geeks is brought to you by two kinky poly babes on a mission to make sure you can be well-informed before diving into all things kink, dating, sex, and non-monogamy. We want to make sure this content can stay free and available for everyone who needs it. And with a little help from our listeners, we can do exactly that. Consider joining our Patreon for a monthly subscription where you can have access to our behind-the-scenes content, or you can make a small donation to our Ko-fi, where you can donate as little as $2 to make a huge difference. We greatly appreciate it. No, it's just me being OCD and I'm having a moment. It's fine. <sighs> Listen, I think maybe an OCG energy just passed through here because like I was getting OCD about the signs. I was like, what do you mean? It doesn't make sense. Feels great. And I'm just like, what a way. It's just I'm like, why do I worry about shit? That's fucking not, it's stupid. I should have just, oh my God. I look, know. our boobs look great. We're good. We just got three more viewers doing that. Do you want to see, how does this even happen? It was so bad. It was like this oh, very yeah. light purple. Mm-hmm. And it looked so wonderful. And then it learned all dark, dark, dark. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's going to happen on your boobs. You've I seen mine. Cancer. Um. <laughs> you are not allowed to get bruises and then think they're cancer. I know, I'm sorry. And I, I'm doing so good. See, these ones aren't cancer. Why do, why do I always attract the ones who grab up my shoulders? Do you remember that happened to me before, too? Yeah. You're always front of shoulders. I'm always back of shoulders. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Disregard. Fucked myself right into that one. I guess because I make love, apparently. <laughs> You're in there. Fucking Oh, I think that's because I tend to go after more primal guys, so there's... Well, it's funny because, like, in what I felt was revealed is that you like from behind a lot. And the biting happens from behind a lot. I do. Bro, I'm so just so, I'm so, I'm so But yeah, those, and you also have to watch out because you can pull, like, chest muscles and stuff. And I know oh. you're going to think you're having a heart attack and then I'm going to have to meet you at the hospital, so don't even. You know. I just ask you about my health concerns because I know I'll be paranoid sometimes. <laughs> was it the thing on my face? I was like, obviously skin cancer. Where I go into your office, I'm like, this is not technically my two weeks, but I think this is my six months because I'm dying. <laughs> what was it? Like, it wasn't even a... It's, I think... Wasn't it just it's like just a... It's just like an age spot. Yeah. It's just an age spot, but I haven't been moisturizing or something. Yeah, like, there was something was, where I was like, that. that's just... No, and then you face. like had one on your, like close to your hairline, yeah. you like feel that, and I was like, oh, okay. Curse is averted. You're like, I'm gonna take my pink slip back. Thank you. Thanks. This never happened actually. I'm gonna go do something. I'm gonna go do something. Yeah, I do work. I don't have to leave and I skip back. I'm not dying. Yeah. So, yeah. Are you using Arnica? I need to buy some. I think my fucking ex took it. That's what you got mad about. It was an incredibly ethical separation. Get the Arnica gel. Can I just get that at like Publix or CVS? Uh, some of them have it like now. A... CVS might have it. Uh, CVS and Walgreens have started carrying more Arnica stuff. Oh, nice. You know what else CVS had one time was these um, pretzels that were covered in Reese's candy. <laughs> oh, what I thought you were going to say. <laughs> I'm just saying it seems to be scarce now and I'd like it back. It so Reese's, if you're listening, I really... I bought a normal just one bag. So they just have my house. Publics. Not at... No. I... I swear to you, I aisle. will go there. On the candy aisle. I will, I've I'm, seen them. Tonight, I'm going to shame April at this Publix close to me. First of all, <laughs> first of all, we were talking about King stuff, and somehow we escalated to candy Well, you said covered. CVS in this <laughs> very <laughs> prominent CVS memory. That's the memory that 
Yeah. Oh, let me tell you something. If you're going to CVS, you self-checkout, just email the receipt. I was like, I was in a race with another oh, person to, like, who decided to uh, go to the cash register. And I was like, I'm going to be cool. I'm just going to go to the self-checkout. I'm going to handle all my shit. And I was like getting sort of like, you know, excited because I was like winning, you know. Mm-hmm. And then I, go, I have everything in my bag. I just finished paying. I go to hit receipt just so I'm like, yeah, get me out of here. And then it starts printing that fucking receipt. I lost because I waited for the receipt. I should have left it. Bastards. Anyway, just email it. <laughs> You're like, anyway, right. Just email it. So that you can win the imaginary competitions that you made with people who don't even know they're in a race with you. So, Did you get your Reese's covered pretzels? That one time, probably, yeah. Now they now all the ones that I'm finding are... If I see are, them, I'll buy them for you. Please, and listen, let times. me tell you something. And let me tell you something. Not the Reese's cup with the pretzel inside. Different. Yeah, no, I know what you're talking about. Okay, just making sure. And if you do find it in stores, I need Have at least two bags. Have you gone to that CV yet? That, that was what I went to. I think they're out of them. Oh. That's where I got it originally. And if you see them... Out you know, there, you can wild. just melt Reese's cups and dip pretzels. I would on like them. you to not have logical answers in this. I Sorry. feel like it's pretty obvious that I'm looking for like you know pre-made. Somebody give in to me being a brat. That's very much my bad. God, two brats on a podcast. Am I right? Oh my god, if we ever have to re- rebrand, I want to do that. Two brats on a podcast. That's fucking accurate. <laughs> That's just a descriptor for this podcast. <laughs> That's accurate. Anyways, welcome back to Freaks. Kinks and two brats in a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yay! Instead of that's it. That's it. No, am I? I just go, yay! Uh, or alternatively, if we're super bratty, fuck you. <laughs> yay! <laughs> two brats in a podcast. <laughs> Can't make me. <laughs> I'm actually cutting this all out because I want to keep this exactly. going. Away. That's a good idea. Um, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> and we start a second podcast. Is this how your new business idea came right? up? You were just joking and suddenly you're like, wait a minute, this is actually Truly. a really good idea. Um, so we're going to do, we've done this episode before, but it's we, our favorite. It's I, our say, I don't know if I recommended it or you recommend. I think maybe it was you, but I felt like I wanted to do this more. This was kind of a staple yeah. of our podcast. And know? that is. And it also makes you feel connected to the community, which is giving our feedback on Reddit and Facebook group posts. Yes. So we always do a mix of non-monogamy and BDSM, which we'll do again. We're not going to reveal any names. We're not going to reveal any identifying information. If this is your post, do not get butthurt. Calm down. I got to tell you, that's the quickest way to find out who the anonymous poster is. Yeah, like truly don't get butthurt. We've never actually had anyone get butthurt, but I feel it coming one day. (laughs) Um... (laughs) I feel like there's some freaks in our pot in our podcast group that don't really watch the podcast, so probably that's probably why we're safe. So we're gonna we're gonna talk through we're gonna shorten maybe some of these, but we're gonna give some scenarios what our feedback and thoughts are, mm-hmm. and you know if you have any feedback and thoughts, voice message us on Anchor and we can share that with the group or whatever whatever you're yeah. feeling. Yeah. Um, and again, just to let you guys know, we generally find these by cruising through Reddit or just groups that we're a part of. Uh, a lot of times we'll see something relevant that we want to maybe bring up on the podcast specifically. So we'll just screenshot and drop it on our little Trello. Uh, so that's where all this stuff is. I mean, if you guys are in any other discussion groups, you can probably find some of yours, uh, some for yourself, I'm trying to say. Yeah. So we're just going to jump on in. I think we have five or six. Yeah. Ish. And also, these aren't from our group. We haven't done any. No, none of these are from our group. We always yeah. find them outside of the groups that we manage. So if you're in our groups, none of these are actually about you unless you're in these other groups. And then that's on you. That's, I, don't know, I can't predict you there. 
So which one? I think these are both poly. And then Dom Dom, not Dom Dom, but you know what I mean. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> BDSM. So yeah, we have three poly and three BDSM base. So mm-hmm. we'll go back and forth. Ooh, there was a poly one at the end. Yeah, I know. I like to like slip oh, it in there. Bitch. <laughs> um, I mean, do you want to go in order of what's been printed or we can do... Oh, I just changed mine. <laughs> oh, just totally fine. That's what I was about to do also with my papers. <laughs> I'll do this Oh, one. you did, you, did, you were doing kink poly. Kink yeah. Po- oh, I see. Okay. So let's, let's start, start with this one because this one is one that I was ranting and raving about mm-hmm. yesterday when we were hanging out. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Me like yep. having to channel my memories. I'm like... Beep, 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 so beep, this beep. is actually not the post that was made. This is someone that commented under this person's post and I thought it was interesting. Um, and she asked, is there a type of poly that is like, and she said is like, don't think I'm asking her to be a valley girl, <laughs> exclusively inclusive. And she put quotes in there. Like the couple only gets down with other people while they're both physically there. So it's always a threesome or foursome. I did clarify with her and they, that means all three or four people only have sex when all three or four people have sex, like only have sex with all four together, all have to be present at one time. Which is exclusively inclusive. Like, they're exclusively including the four. <laughs> I, I, I just <clears throat> I, okay, 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 so okay, okay. I okay. say that my comment <laughs> back to this did get me kicked off this thread. Because they did not appreciate my opinion. Um, <laughs> I was nice, but I very much said, in my opinion, that's a fucking pipe dream. Yeah. <laughs> First of all, it's hard enough to get two people on the same page and both wanting to have sex at the same time all the time. Yes. It's harder to get three people and four people fucking kill yourself. Literally. We, and the first thing I said was like, imagine being the fourth person when all three are horny and you're like not. Right? And everyone's like, mm-hmm. Can I kiss you a little bit? Please, can we yeah, try? Okay. We can try. Why are you holding us all back from our once a year sex? Well, you know how hard it is for us to all be in the mood at the same time. And not only that, scheduling. Oh my God. Do we all work from home? All the time. And we have, have no children, no commitments. No, no children, no commitments. No one gets a period. No stress. None. Nothing, no to, nothing to distract you in your mind. So you all are four available and in the mood simultaneously all the time. So you guys have sex twice a year? That's what I'm, that's what I'm hearing. It's once a quarter, actually. Maybe. Max. Max. Because if there's more than two, if there's more than one woman and your cycles don't exactly match up. You better get your red wings. Can you imagine if there's like three or four and everyone has a, di- like they're literally what if it's a lesbian one- quad? Well, then we have probably not to do yeah, that could, but even Listen, then. Listen, there's more than just eating out, okay? But even then, someone's going to have cramps, someone's going to have, like, and this is not That's me dissing true. women's bodies. This is me yes. who has a I personally, body. I, I think I have a, a couple times had period sex. The lubrication is amazing. Yes. But the poking around in my guts when I'm cramping is not. No. That's, that's always been the pain point for me, is that, like, I feel... I feel like I was swimming and I went swimming too quickly after eating. <laughs> right. And see, this is the difference is I don't typically have a problem with sex on my period, but I am way hornier on my period. And then there's like a week, 
probably a week or two after my period, I'm not interested. So imagine if you and I are part of this quad and we both have our periods at the same time, you being extremely horny, me being not want to be touched. Right. And then you're going to be horny a week later. Don't touch me a week later. <laughs> and then good luck to the other two. I don't know. And let me tell are. you that period horny. Get you angry. <laughs> you will punch a bitch. I will at least be moody. Minimum. <laughs> Minimum. 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 Don't talk to me. I do my own stuff. Are they allowed to masturbate? I'm, I would I, assume. So. I would. You know what? I, yes. I, I want to tell you something. Everybody in the group doesn't ask. Oh. <laughs> They're like, I'm not gonna ask. No, no, sure, sure, I want to find out. It's a no. Mind your business. <laughs> yeah, I, for me, this is just crazy, not realistic. Well, what and what I want to point out is that there were some people who were commenting and being like, "Polly is whatever you want it to be." And here's what I think. Okay, here's what I think about that for real, for real. Is that like, I get it. We're all, we were all brought up in monogamous society. So most of our groups of people are monogamous and we're the one man out. And so when we get into these groups, we just want to support each other and be like, yes, it's your polyamory. Do what you want. Yes, go off. Um, cool. And I get that. And thank you so much for supporting. Um, but it's not really helpful, you know? Like if a monogamous couple decides, uh, well, we're monogamous, but we just feel a little different. But they don't do any sort of practicing of it. Or, I, I don't know. I just don't think that's poly. Like, yeah. that, that, it's just not, you know? It's just not. And it, I don't think it's responsible to claim that lifestyles can be done any way you want. So it's like the same thing of saying, like, oh, you can live the BDSM lifestyle or kink lifestyle any way you want. No rules. You no can be unethical. Love, like, oh, if they want it, just give it. Oh, if you, you don't have to bet. You don't need to make people feel good. If they're asking for advice, give them real advice. If they block you like she did me, well, then you got butt hurt for no reason and you're not really asking for advice. You're just asking to be validated. Yeah, exactly. Said what I said. Can somebody say that my weird idea is good, please? Please. She didn't. Can you remove her? Thank you. It's like, if you're not ready for the real answer, fuck off. Honestly, yeah. And identifiers exist for a reason. And the same way that we don't look at cheating as a valid monogamous dating dynamic, we shouldn't look at that as like... It's something that's so clearly an unethical way of going about it is not something I'm going to go ahead and call polyamory. I'm not, and I'm not going to get it on a technicality. Or just not realistic. Like, I want people to understand if things are going to be realistic. And if you think you're going to go find three or four people who are okay having sex together all the time and that's going to work, I'm going to tell you you're crazy. And also, here's the thing. Okay, let's imagine that we're like, yes, it can be whatever you want. Just put your stuff out there. And if other people are consenting to it and want to do it, then that's great. Awesome. I'll see you in two months when you're making a post about how nobody loves you and how you're having such a hard time dating. Yep. Just saying. Or if you're going to go ahead and post this shit, then I don't want to hear from you in two to six months about how it's so hard for you yeah. to date. Because this person is going to be bitching on the post yes. in six months. Be yes. like, no one loves me. Yes. Well, I yes. told you. Yes. And you you know why? Because maybe you're in a couple. And maybe you find another couple. And you're like, this is going great. But the couple actually can, wants to continue to have sex just by themselves. Well, now they're out. Yeah. Are you thinking about this? Like, I'm just, okay. Yeah. Don't, don't. And you're, I feel like sometimes people use words because it makes them feel better about what they're saying. Like using mm-hmm. the word inclusive. To make it seem like they're so accept No, you're using an inclusive in placement of fear. Yeah. You want to be inclusive mm-hmm. because it makes you feel better to only have three or four people that only sleep with you all together so there's no jealousy or fear. Right. It's not what inclusive, it it's restrictive. And here's the thing. And here's the one answer that I've heard in rebuttal of like, oh, it's not that I want to like have them stop having sex. It's just that I want I, I would get off on being included. Cool. Then why not that be one version and they can right. do their own? Why does it always have to be Why exclusively is it always inclusive? Every single time have to be exclusively inclusive. Not fam. Nothing. That's what I'm saying. Anyways. Anytime you're trying to control somebody else's behavior, that's from an insecurity. That's all I'm saying. saying. 
Or you don't really trust it. Which BDSM one? This one? Yeah, I like how it's okay. printed. It looks crisp. You know how I feel about that. Is there any way to hold predatory doms accountable or warn other people? I dumped a prospective dom who ignored my consent. He'd try and take pictures of me, vanilla, like hanging out on my couch, for example. I told him, no, it makes me uncomfortable. He said, this is how I like to play. I like pictures. I said, maybe in the future, but for now, I do not consent to it. He stopped. Cut to the last time we hung out. I caught him taking my pic while I was performing oral sex. I said, stop. And I already said, no, I do not consent. He initially presented as a very nice ethical guy, so I didn't see it coming. Of course, I broke up with him over this. That's a disgusting violation of SSC. I didn't look up what I meant. I already told him no. I know if he's already ignoring my consent with something like this, it will only get worse. I told him to delete the pictures, but I doubt he will. He blocked me on FET and social media. I figure good riddance, but I worry he's probably going to pull this stuff with the next sub he meets. In situations like this, is there any way to hold predatory people accountable or warn other people? Or is it just one of those times to thank your lucky stars you're no longer associated with a person like this? Um, so SSC is safe, sane, and consensual. Ah, it's one of the sayings like rack. Um, it's one of those. So mm -hmm. that's what she was referring to. Safe, sane, and consensual, which she mm -hmm. did not consent to what he was doing at any time after being like tricked into it. Uh, a well, first bit. of all, fuck that person. Yes, um, absolutely. A clear no is a clear no. Not consensual. That is a violation. No, fuck that person. So good on you for leaving. Mm -hmm. Um, is there a way to hold him accountable? Not. I mean. If you're in common groups, yeah, you could. That's kind of the only way that I was thinking. Like, you know, if it's someone in a circle that you guys know about, I mean, you know, if you're talking to a friend and they're like, ooh, I've been wanting to, you know, explore with this person, you can just be like, oh, well, this lets you know I kind of had an issue, yeah. you know. Depending on the action, pressing charges is always an option, filing mm -hmm. a police report. And I'm not saying you should in this case. I'm never going to tell someone they need to do that. But mm -hmm. that is the ultimate accountability. Yeah. Is filing a police report, pressing charges, whatever that looks like for you. Yeah. Um, if you're, if you're in a group and it's happening, you can maybe tell the admins of the group, um, and ask if they have any recourse that they would like to do, or if it's just you giving the information in case it ever comes up again. If you're in a munch, tell the people that run the munch. Yeah. I personally, if this came to my attention, that person would probably be uninvited to my sphere. Yeah, for sure. Mm-hmm. So, mm -hmm. unless that person had a good reason for breaking consent, which really is a good reason for that, but okay. Yeah, I don't think there is. But yeah, so those are kind of the only options, you know, and uh, good job getting out of And to the douche canoe who did that, fuck you. Thanks. Literally, literally. I cannot stand when people are like, oh, well, this means one thing to me, so I'm just not going to like val like your opinion no. and your feelings aren't Even valid. if that's his kink kink and that's fine and that's not her kink or their kink um that doesn't make it okay yeah she said no she said no i don't no know what else no. to tell you no is a full sentence no is a full statement hard stop which one that one okay yes mine in the same order though <laughs> So this person says, wanted y'all's opinion on something. One penis policies are awful and deconstructive and not respecting of your partner's autonomy. But can that apply to other more specific scenarios? To be exact, I'm okay with my wife having another girl in our bed at home, but I'm not okay with her having a guy in our bed. Specifically because the pheromones fuck me up hard. Hello. Laugh out loud. Usually I don't have many issues with jealousy, but the worst wibbles, their words, not mine. I ever caught myself having where after she slept with her friends with benefits and came back home without showering. The smell of another guy on her just made me super uncomfortable, but to be honest, it doesn't extend to girls the same way. 
probably just probably some dumb biology lizard brain BS, but I digress. TLDR, is it wrong for me to ask for no guys in our bed, but be okay with girls in it? Am I overreaching or is that not an okay boundary to have? I have so many thoughts on this one, but that's fine. Go ahead. I mean, my first one is the very first comment of like, is she allowed to ask the same of you? Is kind of where like, I always started from trying to understand if what I'm asking of somebody is ethical, you know, is like, is this behavior, if this limitation was put on me, how would I feel, you know? And uh, I kind of cringed at the part where he's like, and she came back from her friends with benefits house without showering. Are you five? I- Sorry, I just. So there's a lot of shame and sh- and fear in this piece for me. Yeah. Um, the shame piece is fierce. Oh yeah. Like the shaming of his partner is intense, and fuck your pheromones. That's yeah. bullshit. that's literally bullshit well like okay let's hypothetically say sure it is a huge stink but it's like okay it's only other men only only women are fine though no actually can't you pick up the pheromones off of who you're attracted to yes Uh oh like it's so then he should be comfortable having that in his bed since he can pick up those the biology piece of that is not it's ridiculous um there's also the shaming piece of shaming her after sex and implying that she's dirty yeah is she is she required to shower after you guys have sex? Why does she not have to change the sheets and everything after she's in bed with a woman? That sounds like you just have a lot of fucking hangups, my dude. It is it is That's a hangup thing. You. It's <sighs> and it's not even a lizard bread thing. That is your thing. Oh, be be yeah, about what I you're mean, about. Yeah. You have a problem. You have a hangup. You have an insecurity or a fear. Yes. And the one penis policy, as you admitted. Is it respecting autonomy? But in that same breath, you're disrespecting your autonomy by not wanting other men in the bed that you're also allowing women. Anyone? Mm. Like, I... I just, for me, it's like, when you're trying to exclude a gender, like, what is the difference that you're perceiving there? Like, that's what I don't understand. Like, that, that's where it's like, yeah, for me, it is a fear and or discomfort thing. I don't care if your partner agreed to it. Like, I mean... And you're basically, you're basically enforcing a one-penis policy without calling it that. Right. You're not, hey, I'm super ethical and super woke and I understand, but listen. I don't want any penises around me, but it's not a one-penis policy. Yes, it is. And I feel like some people might come back and be like, you know, oh, well, it's, you know, that's his home, that's his bed. Well, then why allow women in it? It's also her home and her bed, though, yeah? Right. Or... Goes both ways. something there? No, because I think it was a shared home situation. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It this whole thing makes me cringe. Yeah, I, I yeah, yeah. It, I, it, there, nothing in this is an integrity for me. None of it. No, I do agree though that they are awful and deconstructive. One penis policies are awful. They said and one thing right. Destructive. You got that right. They said one thing right. That's it. I I just feel like it's such a barrier of like not, you know, you're just like, hey, I'm allowed to not address myself. Right. I'm not going to address my fears and my issues, and I'm going to put those on my partner and make her address them. Yeah. And you Which we're assuming there, that it is a her because in a one penis policy, women are okay. Right. So, yeah, no. In no uncertain terms, you have enforced a one penis policy. One penis policies, I agree, are awful and destructive and not respecting of a partner's autonomy. Mm-hmm. And you do have a lizard brain that you need to go work on. If you truly want to say it's a biology thing, then be monogamous. And just, you know, and let your partner, who obviously wants to be ethically not monogamous... Do their thing. 
Right. Because if you're having this many hangups, then the lifestyle is not for you. No. And you just want to do swinging with other women. And it's not pheromones. Women have pheromones too. Yep. And those don't bother you. Yeah. Is that what I said? This was a great one. It was great. We love it. Lizard brain. Hashtag what? Back to BDSM. Uh, okay, I got this one. All right. So I, 22, work at a gymnastics dance gym. I teach kids in parent-child classes from ages four months to up to three years old. And then I teach all the advanced classes. Uh, listen, I'm saying this because it ties to the story. I work with about six other people my age or younger, so between 15 and 22 years old. There's a TikTok trend right now where a friend grabs the pockets of your pants or the shoulders of your shirt and rips the clothing off in one pull. Not even kidding. Look it up. And my lovely vanilla coworker decided to do that to me in the middle of the class I was teaching. This particular class was a parent-child class, so there were uh, not only 22 toddlers running around, but each child had one or both parents with them as well. He ripped my shirt off mostly, and I have some very significant bruising and welts on my back. Obviously all consensual, but when I tell you that it got so awkward and quiet, I'm not even kidding. I ended up walking out of the class and getting a shirt I had out of my car to change and then went in and finished the class. My coworker apologized and all that, but I don't really know how to feel about that. I don't like being touched by people, except my dom, for childhood trauma reasons, and he knew that prior to the incident. My biggest issue right now is that I have had just about every mom in the class either ask me if I need help or take it upon themselves to tell my dom, most of them know him since I work every day and he's there a lot too, what they think about him quote-unquote abusing me. I even had someone call the police because they thought I was in danger. The coworker who did that is even acting weird about it too. I've told people that I'm not being abused and that it was fine and no one believes me. I don't know how to tell people I get off to pain without sounding like a creep. I've worked at this place since I was 14, so I don't just want to quit. It's so fucking awkward now, though. Okay. I just don't... go first? Yeah. (laughs) So, okay. First of all, they shouldn't have done that. That Absolutely. And I don't care if it's a TikTok trend. Yeah, that sucks. When Um, are we okay with... uh... Yeah, that one, that sucks. There's no way about that. That sucks. Uh, you essentially were outed without knowing you're about to be outed. Yeah. Um, and like for anybody who ever like is so like independent, auto- doesn't care, puts it all out there. It's like, why would people be embarrassed about like letting others know that you're into kink? Is because of situations like this where you work with families and now they're like thinking that you're being abused. And it's like you didn't even have a, it wasn't an opportunity where you were opening up to a person about right. that. You didn't choose that moment. And now it's put on you. And now you're having to deal with all of this because some idiot yeah. wanted to rip your shirt off. Yeah. You know, I can only speak for myself. I obviously am public, very, very, very public about my lifestyles um, or my identities. Um, I mean, I'm on TikTok here. My clients know, my family knows, whatever. Um, For the most part, people are very accepting. Yeah. Now, I will say if one of my coworkers suddenly had bruises everywhere, I would have questions. Mm -hmm. It's a safety thing. Yeah. But if they told me, hey, I'm in a DS dynamic and this is part of what we do and it's consensual, safe, and we have vetted each other, mm-hmm. that answers all my questions. Yeah. You don't have to share any more than that. But I would encourage you to feel more empowered to, you know, embrace that lifestyle and be honest about who you are. Yeah. Um, especially if they're worried about you. Mm-hmm. The yeah. fact that they're worried about you does indicate that when you tell them that, they probably will take it better. Mm-hmm. They're just concerned. Yeah, exactly. Um, I would also never want to be around that person who thought it was okay to rip your shirt off. Yeah, I just would. Just kind of that feel like... Com- that would 
That would be a moment. Why would you? But like for me also, it's like, even if there weren't bruises involved, like I don't. You're also doing it in front of children. In front of 22 toddlers. Yeah. You're doing it in front of children. You're doing it in front of other parents. Like. Like I really feel like that person should be suspended to be honest. Yeah. If not fired. Like. Yeah. There is a time and place for TikTok trends. I get that. I'm on TikTok. Yeah. You're on TikTok. TikTok. Yeah. I would not do that in a workplace setting. No. You're declothing an adult in front of children. Right. What, what am I missing? Right. And male, female, it doesn't matter. If yeah. this is a male, and that's my assumption that it might be, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't matter that they're male and it's socially acceptable for them to not have a shirt on. Mm-hmm. You yeah. don't know their trauma. You don't know their boundary. Like, if you ask them ahead of time, hey, if I ever do X, Y, and Z, is that okay? Fine. Mm-hmm. That's not what happened. No. No. That's interesting that, like, maybe her dom is her boyfriend. Mm-hmm. Anyway. Yeah. So. That's all the notes I have. Uh, don't rip other people's clothes off in public. Thank especially you. in front of children, please. Or just um, period. Period at all. Ooh, let's, I guess we'll do this one. This so, one. This last poly one. Yes. So, I've been chatting with someone new for a few weeks. They are in a poly relationship with his wife and girlfriend. He informed me early on that him and his wife, who's monogamous, have agreed that vaginal sex is off limit to other partners because she wants, in quotes, something that's just hers. To be honest, I was a little disappointed, but I've decided to go ahead and pursue this potential play partner. He's been very open and honest from the beginning and has been enthusiastic about chatting with me. I like that he's matching my interest and energy. We were supposed to have our first date this Tuesday, but he's so interested in meeting, he asked me to dinner with his two-year-old tonight. Laugh out loud. Am I wrong for giving him a chance, or is this too many red flags? (laughs) You want to go first? (laughs) I mean, you gave me the two options, so I'm going to go ahead and say too many red flags. Hello. (laughs) I, you know what what my immediate thought, like, besides what are the obvious ones that we're going to cover, is that, like, there's no way he commits to that. No. He, I think he just lies. No, that's There's a huge no landmine. So, so y'all are just never going to have vaginal sex ever? No? Hmm? Just blowjobs, huh? Just, just six, just nine. Just going forever. down on each other like just, teenagers hey. going to Ooh. Christian camp? Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Come on. Yeah. I, yeah. One, there's, there's no way he actually does this. I mean, I'm sure he's not trying. He's in the phase where he's trying to charm you. So he's not going to be like, oh, I never actually do it. Or, or how many people has he done this with? Or I guess I'm going to. And he has a wife and a girlfriend. And and him and the other girlfriend aren't having sex. No. Well, not vaginal sex. So just a bitch ton of anal and blowjobs, toys. Is he allowed to put on a strap and then vaginally fuck her? And for me, it's like, I don't know if we've talked about this in other episodes, but this whole, like, something needs to be special really speaks to how insecure and how unsolid your relationship is. Yeah. What it also, like, if you're willing to accept that, fine, but let me tell you, it's going to present problems down the way because Huge. if you got, you, you already said that you guys are matching energy and have a lot of common interests. Do you know how many of those interests he doesn't share with his wife? Right. And how seeing you guys get into that? What if it's related to like a th- like an event? Like, what if you both love country music, and now country music festival is coming into town? Do you, do you guys get to go? Or she is wants that, that just for her? Because you know that's going to be exclusively yours and his I love thing. Is that? Music. Are you guys allowed to have exclusive things that she doesn't have? And that's not even touching on bringing the two year old on the date. Yeah. I would have so many questions just starting there. You... I'd be like, question what? <laughs> mm. Well, because they're not going to be having vaginal sex in front of the two-year-old. Hey, two-year-old is a booster. My hand under the table. Can you imagine like going on a date and someone brings their toddler? 
Do first date. Do, do I have to hold first the baby? Date. On the date? Do I have to hold them? I don't know. Is that exclusive just to his wife? What if we... Do- Only the wife can hold the baby. <laughs> it's just like I would not be comfortable having a child on a first date. That sounds bad. That sounds gross. You guys know what I mean. I wouldn't be comfortable going on a first date with someone who has a two-year-old with them that they first want to bring. All, and you have a wife and a girlfriend and neither one of them can watch them and you don't have babysitters or... You know, that sounds like someone would get in trouble if they got a babysitter there one night with their two-year-old. It sounds like the two-year-old's a cop block. Is that what I said? Ooh. Oh, he probably asked if it was okay if he could go out earlier. And then she's like, fine, but you need to take you care have to of the bring two-year-old. Ooh, I bet the wife and the girlfriend are both the same type. You probably. know, where they're really like, nah. Oh, what's wrong? Oh, I'm fine without having vaginal sex. I don't even like it. And that's just so not realistic. Long term, that's not realistic. No. And there's going to be so much resentment on yeah. all sides. Like, Let me tell you, truly, whenever the dynamic includes a sort of like, oh, that is just a special thing for us, it always blows up later down the line always. with a different thing. Like, you think that you're like, oh, I'm okay as long as it's just no vaginal penetration. It's not. And as someone who had a partner that tried to hold on to special things, blew up in his fucking face. He'll tell you. I'm, this, this is not me announcing this like he's never heard this. He will admit it. And it's always over stupid shit. Yeah. Unrealistic stupid shit. Yeah. It's just like when you're thinking about it. I mean... He had expectations around one location or two locations and then also around certain lingerie. It was so fucking random. <laughs> it was so random. Ah, that one's mine. That means I'm special. That means I don't have to work yes. on myself for it. That was literally a whole conversation. If everybody could just stop breathing so I could be the only one who does that... So I can have something to me. for just me. You're so fucking disrespectful. Are you still breathing right now? Thank you. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's, so I, listen. If you need something special, you really you're not need ready. special therapy. You're not ready. You, you're you not need ready therapy. And you're not doing polyethically. No. And you're going to put some shit onto other partners and other people that you're about to date and bring into your shit show. Exactly. God, what's something that's just I'm so salty today. It's a good amount of salt. I like it. It's mm. Who likes bland food? Mm. Eh. Eh. <laughs> this is definitely why we should have two brats on the podcast. <laughs> I think especially because I brat hard when I'm tired. And oh, I'm tired yeah. today and after vacuuming my floor of water. water. Oh, did I tell you? I poured out. Sorry. Pause. Poured out the dehumidifier totally full of water. So much water. Great. Love it. You were smart to put the dehumidifier in there too. We love it. Also, before we leave this one, I do want to say, if he's wanting to sneak in, uh, well, not sneak in, but like wanting to meet (laughs) sooner because of the two-year-old situation, um, you remember earlier in this episode when I said, don't make plans when you're horny? Oh, I think I said it in the other episode, actually. Uh, When you're horny, it's like you're a little inebriated, okay? You're kind of like just trying to, you know. But this, you can't even like, you're you're horny, horny. but you can't even do anything. Hey, yes, you can. Everything that's not vaginal, just like Christian says. I seriously feel like we're going to Christian camp. We are. But like I am still a virgin. Hey, t- it was just butt stuff. Hey, Shmim Shmibo. He did. <laughs> he had Christian sex. Well, so did who? Uh, no. Um. Oh, well, maybe they did do Christian sex, but I know like other, like all the purity ring stuff, which is mm. whatever. I'm not making a comment on purity rings. I think they're unrealistic, but fine. Um. No, I made a comment. I take it back. So. <laughs> 
<laughs> but like, it just isn't realistic. Come on. No. Purity rings aren't realistic. This isn't realistic. You're bringing a two-year-old on a date and then you're not allowed to ever have sex with someone. You're fine. Okay. Can I just tell you, I don't know if like... <laughs> I, don't, I don't... I can tell I'm over dating right now because... <laughs> you know what's funny though too is that like, I... Penetrative sex, vaginal sex is not my favorite. Like, not the top. I mean, I personally love receiving oral as a top. Like, my personal... Li- oh, I mean... But can I do an entire sexual relationship just on that? Penetrative sex is pretty important for me. I mean, I can't remove it. But what I'm trying to say is that there's no way he's so good at penetrative sex that this is, like, rocking her world that much. No. Like, there's other things that I... I whatever. And personally, like, one of my biggest... My cheat code involves vaginal sex. I'm, uh, we're not taking vaginal sex off the table, April. I'm just I'm about to fight someone. <laughs> She's like, literally about to fight somebody. <laughs> Can you imagine if I came to you and I was like, I'm going to go on a date with a person? Cool. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, no, we just can't have vaginal sex. What would you... I, it, I would be like... Mm-hmm. <laughs> would you immediately no, call Jay and be like, hey, no, April needs to be... Um, no, we got a Baker actor. For no, me, I'd be able. like, hey, lesbians been making it happen for years and years. So I tra- trust the process. If you told, I trust lesbians. If you told Jay that, he'd be like, no, she's she's lost it. She's gone. Call 911. Well, in this case, it would be Jay enforcing that you can't have vaginal sex. Why does he hate you? Is what I would ask. Why do you hate you? Just tell but me. Obviously, you were getting so fired up. up about it. Like, just say you want to Just say you hate me. <laughs> Am I wrong for giving him a chance? Yes. Yes. <laughs> that's, that's the answer to the question. The end. <laughs> Two salty bitches in the podcast. <laughs> By the way, I call myself a bitch. Just oh, not just in sex. Thank you. Ooh, yes. She can call me a bitch. She's my bitch. Jay can call me a bitch sometimes, and he knows the limit. Yeah, <laughs> it once a quarter. He knows when. It's about as much time as you're allowed to have a factual. <laughs> oh, I cannot imagine. Well, actually, Jay just keeps finding everybody who matches with you and just <laughs> right? slapping them. That's why you're He's like, listen, I can't say she can't date. I can tell Boy. you you can't date her. Uh, all right, do you want to read this one? You can go for it. Alrighty, uh, this is accurate also because I, re- I resonate with this person a little bit. As a switch, me, that's the only, now that's over. What is the point of being a dominant? Um, I'm a switch and I've been participating in kink for close to 10 years now. There's one aspect I don't quite understand and I really want to. As a switch, I'm open to bearing the burden of being the dominant in scenes. Usually I will date other switchers or someone will tell me they are dominant, but it will always ends up that with them asking to sub to me in a relationship or in scenes. That makes sense to me because I'm told I feel really safe, have a nice growl, and good at flustering people. The main problem is that being the dominant is just not fun. I don't know how anyone can handle always being the dominant. It's like always being the person who pushes people on a swing or always being the person who pet sits while other people go camping. It's nice to make someone feel good, but it just sucks to always be that person. Why do people exclusively dom? Sure, you get to like dress up in cute clothes, but it's genuinely just not fun outside of a few laughs and the feeling of making someone else happy slash satisfied. I'm having such a hard time wanting to be part of kink because it just feels so selfish for me personally to ask to be the sub. And even when I do, I get rejected and the person asks me to dom them. I just end up crashing and crying. It hurts a ton. I'd like to be in the blushy, squirmy, flustered girl and get called a good girl, but it just doesn't happen. Maybe we could do like a lotto system and so I can like potentially be the sub and at least not always be the dominant. And actually, I couldn't fit in the screenshot, but they also added an edit that they were like, hey, please stop messaging me asking me to dom for you because I'm just really sad right now. So, okay, wait. I'm... Okay, so I'm not reading that people are coercing you into being a dom, right? 
Right, and I almost feel like this person might be confused between dom sub top bottom. Okay. Because you can be a dom that bottoms. Hey, excuse me, but the cute clothes. I'm confused about the cute clothes too. I don't know. I'd like to know what the cute clothes are. Right? I'm confused on the cute clothing. Um, I think you can wear cute clothing dom you or can sub. Do both. I There's think. not really sub clothes. Like, I, okay. Mula. Anyways, um, I uh, I here's but what, as a switch, you can do both, but it doesn't sound like this person wants to do both. It sounds so maybe like you this just person, want a sub. No, it sounds like the well. It sounds like they've been overdoing one and now are wishing to do the other a little more. It seems like they're constantly being convinced to be the dom in these situations. Then just say no. Yeah, for and me, you can also top or bottom. That's true. Let's try to keep it about dom sub though. That's what they're asking. But I, I think they're confused about... Okay, I will link you to the Reddit and you can comment. <laughs> I mean, because you can top from the bottom and bottom from the top. Like, I don't... Okay. Okay. Would you like me to say dom top sub bottom just to make you even angrier? <laughs> if, you, if, you keep, or if you're tired of subbing, which is being a bottom, exclusively and only. Well, no, I just... Well, they're saying the main problem is being the dominant is just not fun. So then you're not a switch. You're a sub. Who, who doms as a submissive action? Uh, you're a sub that tops from the bottom. Okay. If you don't like being a dom, you're not a dom. Right? I mean, I think that there are people who practice dom-sub dynamics where it's just like, who gets called daddy? Oh. And it's like, I would like to not have to be... Like, they said exclus- exclusively, like, I'd like to get called a good girl. So they're kind of using that, like, hi- hierarchical type dynamic of dom-sub, where it's like, I'm daddy, I'm in control, you're subby, you're a good girl. I mean, I think, unfortunately, this person might just not understand the lifestyle super well. Um, I mean, for me, it's like, you know... Uh, if you're if you're enacting actions just to please a partner, you're probably more of like a pleasure sub or like a you know like you're just trying to please someone else. A more submissively else. means switch. I guess. Um, I think like at the core of what April's trying to say is that these classifications exist for people who actually get turned on by this action. Yeah. You know. So if you're a dominant, it's because you enjoy being the dominant and you enjoy having somebody submit to you. That's what makes it a kink. The kink is connected to the sexual charge of it. Okay? Yeah. So if you're not getting a sexual charge from a dom being dominant, you're not a dom. Right. Like I can be dominant if I wanted to be, but I don't mm-hmm. want to be. Mm-hmm. And but I can top from the bottom as a submissive. Mm-hmm. If somebody paid you thirty thousand million dollars to be a dominant just for one scene. It's, I mean, it's literally I like $3 million. I could. You have I'm, to. I'm and not, now you do it. You do the whole scene. I'm not going to be enjoying it. Okay. But in that situation, I think this is, that's what they're explaining. They're it's getting like, paid. It's like, okay, I've... Yeah, they're getting paid. <laughs> they're getting paid in the pleasure of their partners. Just don't do it. I, that's kind of... Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't Here's what's funny is that you guys are witnessing <laughs> April being like, what do you mean I'm not in charge of my own uh, choices? <laughs> like, I don't like, understand. I don't, I don't get it. Why didn't you just say no? <laughs> just don't do it. Which is like, why I'm saying this is kind of sounding like coercion, to be honest. Like, I just explained how I need to feel, like, safe with the person in order to feel like I want to even get into these dynamics with them. And you're saying that the people who you feel safe with are always asking you to do this thing, which you so clearly don't want to be doing. Don't want to do. 
And you're talking about doing a lot of systems so you can potentially be the sub and not always be the dom. Like, why are you with people that you can't tell what you want? Yeah, that's, that's where it's pretty a red basic flag. to me. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, is this a, this feels like some sort of weird dystopian literature where they've been without dominance for so long that they're starting to force switches to be dominant. Right? Like, <laughs> and the switches like, have always been subs secretly. This is like 1984 <laughs> of... Yeah, I mean, I just feel like we've been, like, educating so much on the fact that, like, you know, finding out you have a kink is finding out you have, like, a sexually charged response to something. And it doesn't sound like you have a sexually charged response to being a dominant. Not at all. Period. Like, you specifically say you don't. Like, your charged response is sadness. (laughs) Sorry. I shouldn't laugh at that. But, like, that's your main response, so I feel like you should not consider yourself a switch. Yeah. You're absolutely not a switch. Just because people approach you and want you to... So, uh, people approach me all the time thinking I'm a dom. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All the time. Yeah. I get asked yeah. nonstop to dom. Or and then you get coerced into being a dominant. And yeah. You no, so many dom me right into it. I have no problem telling people I'm not a dom. Y'all it happens all the time. And you guys don't have like red flags where you're like, oh, I can't hang out with this person because like if someone was like checking all my boxes and I was in love with them and they, you know, and I wanted to do this play stuff and they just like never let me do the role that I wanted to do. No, thank That's you. That's a red flag. And they're okay making me do it, knowing I'm uncomfortable with it? Okay, maybe I'll say that you haven't been open about the fact that you don't like this. But and let me tell you something. I can you. tell. Yeah, like... You, I don't... Yeah. You, there are certain signals. <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, they're like, oh my god, you're dry as a desert. I wonder if you're turned on. Right? That's... Uh, I don't know. I, you ever you ever sit with someone while they're watching a movie and you can tell they're not into it? <laughs> Well, and it's, it's kind of the same. It's, it's also this person's responsibility to tell people if they don't like something. You gotta tell them. You gotta like, talk to them. Like, no one can read your mind. In relationships, in yeah. DS relationships, in yeah. normal, rela- in day-to-date, like, no one, my employees like, can't read my mind. Yeah. That's why I have to, yeah. like, constantly tell them, hey, I need X, Y, and Z done. I yeah. need, this is, I'm not happy with this, I need you to do this. Like, yeah. they can't read my mind. Yeah. My partner can't read my, CJ can't read my mind. Sometimes we can Again, I'm Often though, like we, we, I just think in every area of life, if you don't say it and it's not spoken, you can't hold people accountable for it. And if you're asking yourself like, what, well, why do people like being down? Maybe I can learn. You're literally crying over this. Yeah. You're crying over it. It's a problem. For you. you need to tell your partners. And I, I, yeah, you just gotta, yeah, talk about it. Talk about it. And maybe research what you actually are. And I don't know that you're a switch. And by the way, it's also like okay to put titles down for a bit. Yeah. You know, I think maybe now you can just say you're submissive and that's it for a long time. For or a just long time. Don't, I mean, it's not like I walk into every scene with my partner. I'm like, I am submissive. I'm ready to submit. It doesn't, yeah, I'm not getting a lot of information on what happens when you ask to be the dom. And being good at flustering people doesn't make you a dom. Being good at anything doesn't make you in anything. No. Nor does having a growl. Like, this, and actually, this is why, let me tell you something. I did hook up with a person who's like, oh, yeah, my partners usually want me to dom, like, dominate or dom them, which in that case, it was definitely referring to top. Yeah. Um, and I just, you know, and it's, I'm good at it, and they, and blah, blah. And I was just like, and that was the biggest turnoff for me. For yeah. me, kink is about pleasure. And if you're doing something out of obligation, that's not pleasure. No. Well, and this person points to examples that don't make you a dominant. I'm told I feel safe. I have a nice growl and I'm good at flustering people. None of those makes you a dominant. So I'm a believable primal. <laughs> yeah. Like none of that. None of those are, I don't, I'm glad you feel, people feel safe, but honestly they probably shouldn't feel safe because you're lying to them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what I said? 
<sighs> and if you're so, so, like, scared of not satisfying a partner, maybe that's a codependent thing. Let me bring up codependency again. We still need to do a codependency. <laughs> it's, already, it's already on the card. Okay, great. Actually, I remember it. I had it on my hand. I checked the card. It was already there. Boom. So, yeah. So, um, listen. A lot of the kink world requires honesty, right? You need to be honest so you can do your safe word at the right time. You with know, yourself like, and others. With yourself, with others. That's the way to kink responsibly in my book. Um, for me, my ideal situation is walking into a scene with a person who knows what they want. And if they're doing it just to please me, gross, yeah. you know, because also you're taking up space of a person that I could be with who actually does want to do that stuff. Yeah. You know, and by the way, maybe you're thinking, oh, but I'm just doing the actions. It's totally fine to please other person. No, it's, it's actually really different to yeah. be with someone who actually really likes it and gets off on it. So, you know, consider that anon. Think, think. Think, think. And I'm sorry that you're crying. I'm not. And by the way, in answer to your question of uh, why do people exclusively dom, for those who do, they get off on it. Right. I couldn't force my partner to be a sub. No. He would, no. No. I don't even know what that would look like. Even if there's a situation where he was, like, comically and, like, it's it's not, no. It's not what gets you off. No. It's just like saying, hey, April, can I get you off by doing this motion? Like, when someone called me a dominatrix, a couple months ago was an insult right, like yeah. it was great because <laughs> it's so not realistic <laughs> yeah yeah so yeah that's the core to king play is like king makes you horny in certain ways you get pleasure from it okay? let yourself speak up if you're not into pain play for example you don't like it then you know took me a long time too to admit that i'm like 90 percent into sensual play <laughs> facing each front but front bite marks if you will you know <laughs> i only like marks on this side <laughs> Come over here. That's You're like, I don't have them on my back. <laughs> You're like, said it so innocently to us. Oh, that's so interesting. I get those hands all over my back. Shut up. It's just like, I feel like we keep randomly finding ways that like speak for who we are without us speaking for who we are. Like, any surprise that I get all mine on my front? No. No, I don't know. All the places where I would be hugging a person when I'm holding Sensual them. self. Okay, I think we covered everything. We did. Go to our Facebook page. Yes. Make sure if you want to come to our local munches, you check those out first Friday of every month. Yeah. Make sure you go follow our Instagram. We Please. post stuff there that we don't necessarily post on Facebook. We do cross posts, but not always. Um, hey, subscribe to our YouTube. Go to our YouTube. I always forget about that. Go to the YouTubes. So I don't forget, always. forget. I just forget to mention it. Um, leave us a five star review on Apple Pod I Podcast Cast shit. Apple, Apple Podcasts. <laughs> and I uh, Apple Cast. Um consider consider signing <laughs> up for our Patreon. We've got a Facebook group. We'd love to see you there. We post memes. Just yep. kidding, I call it memes. And uh we we talk to each other. We have good times. I'm always into making jokes. Cheers. They're good jokes, mostly. <laughs> <laughs> Why didn't you wait till after to make that joke? <laughs> Ah, so I think that's it. Yeah. We're good. We out. See you later. This has been Two Prats and a Podcast. (laughs) Two salty bitches. Two salty bitches and a mic.